Today on The Daily Charge, Dish scoops up prepaid division from T-Mobile, a new crazy cheap Netflix, Apple buying Intel's mobile business, and Facebook wallet with a massive $5 billion fine. Good morning and welcome to CNET's Daily Charge. It's Wednesday, July 24th. I'm Roger Chang. I'm Aya Zachar. Let's take a look at today's headlines. Dish has reportedly agreed to pay $5 billion for Spectrum and prepaid mobile businesses from T-Mobile and Sprint, clearing the way for its own $26.5 billion mega mobile merger. Now, I this has been like a long time coming. This is it's been more than a year at this point. Like it, it feel like it's, it's actually happening, and I I can't believe it. With Sprint T-Mobile finally getting together, those yeah. two star-crossed lovers. Yes, I'm, I'm more interested in seeing what Dish was going to do with their their Spectrum. There were all these rumors earlier this this month that somebody at Google was talking to them right. about that, but then Google vehemently denied it. So yes. we'll see if something comes of it. What's interesting about this deal, and it is right now, it's still uh, based on a Bloomberg report, so mm-hmm. we haven't confirmed it yet, but. Uh, the interesting hook there is the the sale has a no resale clause for three years. So Dish has to keep this for three years. So they they do kind of have to start their own business in earnest. Dish has been sitting on a pile of wireless spectrum, and this is largely what this deal is about: is getting spectrum, uh, and they haven't done anything with it. Well, they could lease it, right? They, they can keep it. And no, just lease so it out. Th- this is the problem. They've got um, they've got spectrum that the FCC has mandated that they need to use for a network by next year. That's amazing. They haven't even built anything yet. It means we're getting a new carrier. Maybe competition, uh, or not. What the the reports have sh- have talked about Dish getting a resale agreement with Sprint and T-Mobile. So potentially, yes, we could see a number four wireless carrier, a new number four wireless carrier. Uh, potentially with cheaper wireless plans. Impressive. Next up, Netflix launched a crazy low $3 monthly plan, but sadly, this option is only available in India. It's only standard definition and runs on your phone, but I imagine there'd be a lot of folks who'd want to jump on this plan here in the U.S. Yeah, right now there's no plans to bring this plan outside of the right. uh, outside of India. It definitely seems like a move because Netflix has such a large subscriber base. How do you make it larger? Yep. They did report like a, a, a slowing a user base. Right, so first time very- ever they had subscriber losses, uh, which is a big deal for a growth and like a growth company like Netflix. So, yes, tapping into the, the population of India, which definitely probably can't afford the the more expensive plans that we're used to. Uh, but doing it in this kind of limited way, I still think this is uh, an option that would be great everywhere. Three bucks a month for yeah. one device? Sounds all right. All right. Also today, the Wall Street Journal reports that Apple is close to buying Intel's modem business for a billion dollars. Our own Shar Tipkin breaks down why Apple would even be interested in this deal. Largely, it comes down to making their own modems and getting into 5G in their own way, right? Yeah, right now, Apple makes their own processors, but they don't make their own modems. So yep. They have to have both components in the phones. In theory, if you can integrate both of them, you should have a more battery-efficient device. And iPhones are pretty well known for their good battery life. Right. Changing this up, if they do buy Intel's modem technology, perhaps they could have a, a new thing to be bragging about. And look, all Android phones now, or most Android phones, use a integrated processor or modem. Mm-hmm. Qualcomm Snapdragon chips all have both modems and processors. That's why they tend to run pretty efficiently. But... Uh, and, and, and Apple really uses Apple still uses Qualcomm for its modem. Mm-hmm. I think they'd really want to have a second supplier, second source for that modem business. Yeah, after their their what's, what would the, the fracas between yes. Qualcomm and Apple, perhaps they would be like, hey, by the way, we happen to own these patents. Maybe we can work a deal out better. All right. Lastly, our main story today is all about Facebook. Facebook will be paying the price for its lax treatment of our data. The company has settled with the Federal Trade Commission for a record $5 billion. Furthermore, CEO Mark Zuckerberg will be personally responsible 
for certifying that the company is following the terms of the settlement each quarter. What do you think? $5 billion, is that enough? It seems like a big number, but is it enough? On its own, right? So we, we were looking into some context. What did Facebook earn last quarter? Uh, so it uh, it pulled in $15 billion in revenue. In full revenue. So $5 billion yeah. does sound like a lot on its face, but when right. you compare it to a revenue in a quarter, this doesn't seem like that big a deal. The question is whether Facebook is truly going to change their privacy uh, plans because yeah. of this. What is this going to mean for Facebook products? I know Mark Zuckerberg had his own, his own post explaining, if we're trying to comply with this kind of privacy, it might take us a little longer to come out with products, which isn't a bad thing. Yeah, which is okay. Way. We're fine with that. I think that, that, that speaks to the mentality of the company. Is, you know, they, they always, they've been famous for sort of the move fast, break things mm -hmm. mentality. Um, and they're starting to realize maybe that's not the best idea when you're dealing with so much of our personal information. As this company gets bigger and bigger and bigger, there's going to be all kinds of ways to try to get apps out. So the idea of growth versus responsibility is right. a huge thing here. So Facebook already has, I don't even know if it's a critical mass of people yet. So mm -hmm. the fact is, the more we keep seeing bad news about them, I'm curious about whether this is going to, going to lead to people going, I'm not using this service anymore, I'm afraid. Do you think this will ha have any stigmatizing effect any further on Facebook? So, so far there hasn't actually been an effect, right? Their users continue to grow and we'll actually get more insight into this later today. Facebook reports its quarterly earning results mm -hmm. after the bell. Um, so we'll see if the growth has continued, but it, for whatever reason, it seems like they've been relatively controversy proof. Like there's been a lot of talk, they're seeing all this pressure from government, from regulators all around the world. But in terms of their actual user base, it continues to grow, which is kind of a fascinating contradiction. Do you think that people aren't noticing this or they just don't care? I think it's a little bit of both, for sure. I think uh, you know people generally get that maybe they're giving up too much information to Facebook, but they also know that it's oftentimes the only way to connect with folks around the world, relatives, friends, and it's become like almost too important to give up. Yeah, it seems like Facebook for some people have become, has become the internet and they don't want to lose it at all because that's yeah. how they stay in touch with everybody. The idea that there's an internet outside of Facebook, it's like the old AOL days where people are like, oh, you can go outside of this? Right. But then again, Facebook could be, for some people, it's, it's everything to some people. So it's interesting, what I found interesting was this, the, the hook that they basically made, they put Zuckerberg uh, on the hook personally for certifying these, that these privacy uh, policies that the FTC is mandating are actually being put in place every single quarter that potentially leaves him up to personal liability, which is unusual for these kinds of settlements. Usually executives are not, they're, they're insulated from personal liability. That explains why on Zuckerberg's post on Facebook, it said that he's setting up a new privacy committee on the board. Yep. They're also going to get a experienced product leader to take on the chief privacy officer. So what he's going to do is make sure that everybody around him yep. is privacy conscious. Because if he, if this, sorry, if something goes wrong, he's in a lot of trouble. So he's right. building these layers of hopefully, well, intelligent people yep. that are willing to slope production down to make sure privacy is important. That would keep Zuckerberg out of, uh, out of the line of fire. Yep. Thank you again for joining us. Tag us online and let us know what you want to see more or less of here on the show. For The Daily Charge, I'm Roger Chang. I'm Maya Zaktar. Thanks for listening.